Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Raquel Willis. Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. We will always exist, and we will definitely not let them take away our joy, no matter how hard they try. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss. I loved a person who had an HIV diagnosis. To dreams achieved. Or yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. I sat down with a therapist and I began my journey. To those left behind. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is the Black Information Network Daily Podcast, and I am your host, Ramses Ja. And sometimes the amount of stories that make their way to us means that we simply can't cover everything that comes our way. But from time to time, a story just stays with me, and I feel compelled to share it with you and give you my thoughts. And now, one more thing. So by now, I'm sure you're aware of the indictment of the former president of the United States of America, Donald J. Trump. And the fact of the matter is that that's something that is long overdue. However, it's the statement that he released that caught my attention. because. As we know, Donald Trump is a fiery speaker at times and is a person that, in my estimation, having observed this man in the political arena since 2016, a master trickster, a master of smoke and mirrors. And so in reading his statement, responding to the indictment charges. Um, I felt like a person who is as familiar with Donald Trump's maneuvers, I could perhaps translate a bit of that for the uninitiated. So what I'll do is uh, read his statement and then we'll break it down for you. All right. Again, This is the statement released by uh, Donald J. Trump, the former president of the United States of America. Here we go. This is political persecution and election interference at the highest level in history. 
From the time I came down the golden escalator at Trump Tower, and even before I was sworn in as your president of the United States, the radical left Democrats, the enemy of the hardworking men and women of this country, have been engaged in a witch hunt to destroy the Make America Great Again movement. You remember it just like I do. Russia, Russia, Russia. The Mueller hoax. Ukraine, Ukraine, Ukraine. Impeachment hoax one. Impeachment hoax two. The illegal and unconstitutional Mar-a-Lago raid. And now this. The Democrats have lied, cheated, and stolen in their obsession with trying to get Trump. But now they've done the unthinkable, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference. Never before in our nation's history has this been done. The Democrats have cheated countless times over the decades, including spying on my campaign. But weaponizing our justice system to punish a political opponent who just so happens to be a president of the United States and by far the leading Republican candidate for president, has never happened before, ever. Manhattan DA Alvin Bragg, who was handpicked and funded by George Soros, is a disgrace. Rather than stopping the unprecedented crime wave taking over New York City, he's doing Joe Biden's dirty work, ignoring the murders and burglaries and assaults he should be focused on. This is how Bragg spends his time. I believe this witch hunt will backfire massively on Joe Biden. The American people realize exactly what the radical left Democrats are doing here. Everyone can see it. So our movement and our party, united and strong, will first defeat Alvin Bragg, and then we will defeat Joe Biden, and we are going to throw every last one of these crooked Democrats out of office so we can make America great again. <laughs> okay, so, yeah. Let's 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 get to it. All right. The first thing he does is he says, uh, Russia, 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 the Mueller hoax, Ukraine, 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 impeachment hoax one, impeachment hoax two, the illegal and unconstitutional Mar-a-Lago raid. And now this. Again, he's trying to. Conflate the issues, he's trying to. Suggest that he is completely blameless for all of these things, and that indeed there has been a history of attacking him uh, or uh, leveling, leveling uh, baseless uh, allegations at the feet of Donald Trump. And one of the things he forgot to mention here was um, what's happening to him in Georgia. You know, we all heard the phone call where he's, you know, asked for them to find him more votes so that he could carry Georgia in the 2020 election um, and that he's being investigated for that and that there very could be some real charges there for him as well. But again, what he's doing is trying to suggest a pattern of behavior by his political opponents rather than um, owning the fact that he had at least something to do with all of these things. And in some of these instances, has actually admitted it. Uh, he goes on to say, indicting a completely innocent person in an act of blatant election interference. Okay. So bear in mind that an indictment is not just accusing someone. You know, he's he's been charged with, or sorry, he's been indicted on over 30 counts related to business fraud in New York City. Okay. So 
really the the tip of the iceberg is the Stormy Daniels uh, hush money part of this. But, you know, 30 counts and a full indictment, that's 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 a, a stretch. Um, he goes on to say that uh, the justice system, he says, but weaponize, weaponizing our justice system to punish a political opponent who just so happens to be a president of the United States, I think he means former president of the United States, and by far the leading Republican candidate for president has never happened before ever. And I also want to uh, suggest that uh, according to differentiator data, uh, Trump is actually trailing DeSantis, and I believe the state was uh, Virginia. Yeah, it was Virginia. Um, so by far the leading candidate, who knows how accurate his uh, or how recent his data is there. But what I want to focus on is the uh, idea that the justice system was weaponized against him uh, as a political opponent. And again, you start to see the distance from reality that this man is actually based in. Um, one of the things that comes directly from his playbook is that, you know, of course he has fixers, people that take the fall for him, uh, people that take the blame for him on and on. We've seen this time and again with all the, the investigations into Donald Trump since indeed 2016. And I'm sure much, uh, earlier than that, because, you know, there's a reason people call this guy Teflon Don, right? Um, and indeed, the uh, this Stormy Daniels uh, situation involved one of his fixers going to jail for him, um, and Trump creating a lot of distance between uh, that lawyer and himself. So um, the idea here that somehow someone has weaponized the criminal justice system uh, because he's a political opponent is laughable. Um, Donald Trump, there was a thorough investigation, obviously, again, hence the indictment. Um, and if there is nothing to see here, then Donald Trump should have nothing to worry about. The statement would read, um, I'm confident that when all the facts come to light, um, we will move past this and we're looking forward to a favorable outcome. Nothing to see here, you know, onward and upward, Trump 2024, right? You wouldn't have to go into all this detail, but I digress. Um, it goes on to suggest that the Manhattan DA, Alvin Bragg, who's mentioned before, another uh, post on his true social uh, platform, um, has failed in his role as a district attorney in stopping the crime wave taking over New York City and that he's uh, doing Joe Biden's dirty work. And uh, any reasonable person would look at this and say, well, why can't he do both? Doesn't seem like, you know, someone can't dedicate resources to more than one thing, especially being a district attorney. You know, there's lots of things that you have to take care of, you have to handle. And letting a person of this caliber get away with criminal acts 
certainly suggest that other people with power or fame or wealth could do the same. And these high profile cases, um, they, they carry a different weight to them. You know, if these folks can get away with it, then there's a chance that I might be able to get away with it. So let me try it. And so I believe that there is a degree of importance when it comes to these sorts of things that kind of keep everything else in check, kind of keep the system in check. Otherwise, there could be runaway um, fraud. And in fact, there probably is. And, and maybe this is such a high profile that it allows this district attorney to not only make a name for himself, but also to reel back in some of the other offenders in the state of New York. But of course, Donald Trump making it about him and his uh, his campaign for 2024. Um, I, I, again, that suggests a, 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 an intentional distancing of himself from a shared reality. In my estimation. Um, and then he goes on to say that uh, he's doing Joe Biden's dirty, dirty work uh, a little bit further down. This witch hunt will backfire massively on Joe Biden. So he's connecting all of this with his would be uh, opponent, Joe Biden. As though Joe Biden has something to do with this. Now. For those who are given to conspiracy theories or, you know, kind of the invisible hand or invisible forces of politics that we're not, you know, privy to. You might be able to tell yourself, yeah, Joe Biden is making this happen or George Soros is making this happen. But again, I think that in doing that, you're separating yourself from reality. The far more likely conclusion you should draw is that Donald Trump actually did these things and he's being held accountable. Now, I have to say that Donald Trump will have his day in court um, and we will have to wait and see what the outcome of that is. But uh, for Trump to connect what he has done with these names, uh, in particular, Joe Biden. Again, it, it's it's him conflating all the issues, it's him putting everything together playing the victim, suggesting that somehow there is a campaign against him and that he is completely blameless and always has been. So, as you know, this is going to probably drag out for a year or longer. So there's no rush. There's, 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 there's nothing that we're going to see in the short run. Um, this is a lot of theater being played up by Donald Trump so that I, I believe so that if he loses um, in 2024, he will have something to blame it on. It's, it's very similar to him saying that uh, if he wins the election, he won't have anything investigated. But if he loses, he definitely will. I believe that's what he said when he was running against Hillary in 2016. So effectually, that's what he said. He's um, plugging in a back door for himself. And in doing this, he's able to kind of save face. He gets to keep his legacy intact 
and he goes down as a martyr instead of, in his mind, he goes down as a martyr instead of exactly what he is, uh, a crook, a criminal, and a power-hungry, uh, egotistical maniac who ripped le legislation apart in this country, ripped uh, away a lot of the red tape that kept us safe. You see all the train derailments. You see, uh, I mean, I pay attention to the CDC because I have a loose relationship with them. And I remember as soon as Donald Trump got elected, he defunded the CDC. And then a couple of years later, we had COVID hit the whole country. And surprisingly, few people made a big deal out of that. Um, and we see what's happening with the banking system, all that deregulation that came from you know, Donald Trump's time in office. And how soon we forget. And this is what allows a person like him to put a letter like this out. And because we tend to forget, we accept it at face value, some of us, and perhaps even sympathize with him or empathize with him. And so um, we're just going to have to wait and see what happens. Now, uh, I'm going to open the floor up to you as always. Let me know what you think. You can use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app, or you can reach out to me on all social media at Ramsesja. You know, maybe I got it wrong. Maybe this is your guy. Maybe he's a victim, and we're all imagining that we heard and saw and witnessed and lived through and were affected by all the things that we were affected by. Um, but I don't think so. Yeah, who knows? Talk to me. I'm around. And until I hear from you, peace. This has been a production of the Black Information Network. Today's show is produced by Chris Thompson. Have some thoughts you'd like to share? Use the red microphone talkback feature on the iHeartRadio app. While you're there, be sure to hit subscribe and download all of our episodes. I am your host, Ramses Ja, on all social media. Join us tomorrow as we share our news with our voice from our perspective right here on the Black Information Network Daily Podcast. Hi, I'm John O'Brien, host of Money and Wealth on the Black Effect Podcast Network. I'm an entrepreneur and a businessman. Now, every Thursday, my newest venture is educating you on how to win financially. Even better, I'm going to teach it in a way that, well, you can understand. I'm going to meet you where you are and take you where you need to be. We all might have different starting points and end goals, but as long as we have the desire to acquire financial freedom, it can be done. Listen to Money and Wealth with John Hope Bryant every Thursday on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Raquel Willis. Join me on my new podcast, Queer Chronicles, a show where LGBTQ plus folks tell their own stories in their own words. This season, teens will share all about growing up in political battleground states. We will always exist, and we will definitely not let them take away our joy, no matter how hard they try. Listen to Queer Chronicles on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your most fabulous shows. The Black Information Network and six-time Emmy-nominated news anchor Vanessa Tyler welcome you 
to Blackland. A podcast about the ground on which the black community stands right now. From stories about salvation and loss. I loved a person who had an HIV diagnosis. To dreams achieved. Or yet unfulfilled. From people who have made it. I sat down with a therapist and I began my journey. To those left behind. Listen to Blackland on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.